guys, welcome back to another episode on the Tea Podcast. My name is Derenge and I'm super excited to be back as usual. Um, thank you guys for all the love, all the listens, shares and likes on the previous episodes. I really appreciate it. Um, I do not take your support for granted. So yeah, on this episode now, I have my friend... Uh, ex schoolmates and yeah she will introduce herself soon hi guys my name is Olamide Olamide Atons um I'm a content creator and youtuber fashion and lifestyle basically uh I went to school with them later mm-hmm. so. <laughs> so what type of um videos do you do or put up yeah for your YouTube um mostly lifestyle and fashion content but how do you like balance the two? Basically, like I just find time to mostly Saturdays work for me, yeah. Like maybe mm-hmm. I'll create like batch content for like a month on a Saturday. Oh, month. Yeah, so like I'll just be posting like throughout the month. That's that's how I do it. Oh, that's a lot of work. That's mm-hmm. actually a lot of work. Yeah, but like hey. it, it doesn't seem like work to you. That seems like mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, so guys, on this episode, we're going to be talking about uh MIC experiences so far, mm-hmm. um, camp experience, work-life experience, just everything so far. So um do you want to go first or should I go first? Okay, first, what did you serve? I served <laughs> I served in Obubra. And that is located in Cross River. Oh, wow. Calabar. <laughs> so I went to the other end of Nigeria to go <laughs> At first, I was like, I'm not going anywhere. There's no way. Like, I was being strong-headed. Okay, yeah. let me give you the gist. I was being that way because um, my friend and I and mm-hmm. my brother and a friend of hers paid Mr. Mike Guy Mm-hmm. That was the one NYC group chat. We paid him like 45k each mm-hmm. for gigs. Mm-hmm. And this guy was like, Oh, he's going to get it done, he's going to do his blah blah blah. And we were patiently waiting for our call-up letter to come out. Like we did not sleep. Immediately it dropped. That's how my friend opened her own and she was she saw maybe they even post that by yourself or something. Uh- me and I saw Cross River. I was like, "What? Forty-five k? That's was, hmm. the same oh. thing really happened to me. So I was <laughs> supposed to serve in March twenty twenty. Yeah, mm-hmm. I gave this man seventy k. Ah, seventy. <laughs> my father sent sixty. I sent him ten. Oh my god! He just left the group chat. Nobody could reach him anymore. And before that, I was asking him to send me somebody's number that, like, is a short person. So the mm-hmm. person that I collected the number, I was not calling her that oh, I can't reach this person anymore. She was telling me, um, God, God is in control. You, um, she was not preaching to me, and I was like, what? <laughs> Sis, I Do you know? My money. Oh my God! Do you know that when you said he left group chat, my mouth literally dropped open. <laughs> Bro, he left the group like, chat. Like, he shocked me. But like, oh luckily God. there, I there was Corona, so I had another chance to pay another person. So that's how I got Apple job. <laughs> oh my God! This guy, the, you, you're even lucky. You still got your states. We didn't get our states. This guy was saying, eh. Because at, at a point, we're just like, you know what, just give us back our money. We don't care. We'll go to where they posted us and go and serve. Just refund our money. Because my friend was like, oh, we should leave the money with him here. And then he would process our redeployment. I was like, somebody that cannot even do posting. Exactly. The first try, you can't do it. I'll not give you another chance. No, now, like. It's obvious that you don't know the work. The guy was chasing and he's disappointed too. Oh, like he's sad yeah. that he disappointed a lot of people. He now it was so bad that my friend's dad called him and was like, Yo, 
you need to give us back our money like this is getting too much like just transfer the money back he was saying eh, he transferred the money to somebody yeah like you know all those he was sharp playing mm-hmm. us i was like okay no, guys, at the end of the day we didn't get our money back till now we haven't gotten our money back and then it was like two weeks into camp i was like come on this guy has not sent our money i texted him only for me to realize that i was blocked <laughs> i was blocked once i called my friend. i was like i was like babe i beg just go and check go and check if mr mike has blocked you because that's the name he told us mm-hmm. and at a point where like the picture on his profile on his dp now how are we sure that's that's even him mm-hmm. they did the that same to me i sent him insults upon his i used my friend's phone in camp saved i sent him insult that that money that he stole from us because he's literally stealing mm-hmm. you didn't even send half back you didn't even send you didn't even send shit i we were so upset I told him that that money that he stole from us, that he can never spend that money well. Is that he will spend money treating somebody in his family or himself, or he will die before he spends the money? <laughs> that's, the, that's the only way. I was so pissed because it was my mom that like paid for it. And I felt really bad. Like, okay, this is her hard work, her sweat. Mm-hmm. And then it's not, it's not only me she paid for, she paid for myself and my brother. My brother now got paid two states. I'll be one stupid state. My brother was just was just like you know what, I'm just going to stay at home. There's no, I'm, I can't go. I can't and go. And those places are scary because like government, they don't do shit like about these places. They don't exactly like, like, like you just go there for NYC. Whatever treatments you get, you get. Oh oh my god! I do, see. I didn't even know where it starts from. My own experience. Is it the people that I met or the condition of the camp? Mm. Okay, uh, yeah, let me let me give you my gist. So. And we had already made up our minds that, you know, we're just going to go to these states and then just redeploy. Thankfully, I didn't have to pay for my redeployments because connections. And I wish we are, we already knew that we had such connection before I paid for the posting because if I had used this connection, I probably would have gotten any state that I wanted. Mm-hmm. But yeah, moving on, Sha. Um, we just, I just bought my ticket the same the color place I came out because I checked like flights, um, how much flights were to Calabar and seats were moving fast. And I told myself, I was like, there's no way that I'm going to go by road. No, so way. I just have to, there's no way. So I just have to hurry up and pay for um, a ticket. So I bought like a return ticket and I think I left like two days after. I'm not even sure, I can't remember. But yeah, luckily for me, an easy transition because I already knew like three people mm-hmm. before we even got to camp. So that's how we now got to the Calabar. We're now waiting for our luggage. But yeah, we did not now see the luggage. <laughs> they were happy. They said the luggage did not follow us to go to uh, Calabar. We said, how come? As as how 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 did that happen? They now said, eh. The plane was full oh, and they had to put like the remaining luggage um in another plane that went to Uyo. What? So they were ha- yeah. so they will have to get another, like they will have to bring it back to Calabar. We're like, okay, should be new. Um Uyo is just next door. We thought how naive of us. We actually thought that they were going to use the plane to bring our stuff. But that was not the case. They put our stuff in a in a vehicle, and obviously, traveling from Uyo to Calabar is probably like three to four hours. Jesus Christ! So we landed like about let's say one, one twelve, twelve one. We did not leave the airport until five because that was when five best safe because that's when our um what's it called. <laughs> Yeah, our stuff came. Jesus. It was. I was like, almost first day, first day. I would be so tired. Like what? We were tired, and then and the journey, the journey from the airport to the camp itself is like three hours. 
it was just it was just a lot it feels like it feels like everybody has like a traumatic experience before like they actually get to camp because because but the only good thing is that the people those of us that we said behind we ended up like bonding and being friends like even till now we're still friends like we just sustained that friendship throughout camp mm-hmm. yeah so let me know if we put all the gist down first so where did you serve i serve in Abuja. oh yeah 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 i'm sure you enjoyed hmm. <laughs> let me give you my gist too <laughs> yeah so i was in um, I told you I was supposed to serve in March. Mm-hmm. COVID came. Then in November, they told us, um, everybody, put out your color letter. We're going to camp. Yay! I'm, get, I'm finally getting to leave my family after spending time together. Yeah. Okay, yay! Then I was going to the airport. I was going to meet my dad somewhere. Then he's going to drive me to the airport. So I got to um, the BRT junction with my um, with my boxes and my documents in another bag. Then I was watching a movie in the car, but I entered. So when I got there, I wanted to enter the BRT to go and meet my dad. Then some people came to meet me and was like, Auntie, please give us 100 naira to uh-uh. um, complete our money for BRT. Daddy, I was feeling rich. <laughs> I was like, oh, I brought that one thing. Wow. Take it that they should not bother about the change. I should go buy when. drinks and everything for themselves. So the next thing I would say is gone. Eh? I was just laughing. I was really laughing because I'm like, oh, this is Lagos. There are, there are a lot of people here. You can't it's a possibly... lie. I'm still... <laughs> I was like, you can't possibly shoot me or do anything. I was, I was not scared until somebody else brought out a knife. And he's like he slit his hand and blood was coming out of his hand. And he was like cooperating now or something, something. I was so full. I couldn't move. And like there were so many people there and nobody came to help. Wait, was this during the day? The broad daylight, like around 10, 10, 11. Oh my so god. You know how busy it would be. Nobody came, nobody helped me. They now told me corporate. They told me to move along. Then they collected my XR. Then wow. one gave me Jesse slab. <laughs> hey, good. I still I still entered the BRT also. And I called my parents with somebody's phone. My dad was shouting at me. You're stupid. You're this. Very careless. I, I was like, Bro, it's not my fault. And then I shall have met him now. He's shouting at me a lot. And then got me a new phone. Then I came to Abuja. Mm. I came to I got to Abuja around 11 p.m. because they moved my flights from from 9 to 11. Abuja. I just feel like local flights. They always because they move my flight too. They never keep the time. They never uh, they never do. And it's so annoying. Like, what if I have a meeting that is about to change my life? No, exactly for me. And then, like, I got to Abuja very late. But fortunately, my friend stays here, so I went to her apartment. And, like, if I had not been there before, I would never know, like, what where to, to go. Exactly, because, obviously, I came I came in August, yeah? Just mm-hmm. COVID. Then I came in November for camp. So, as you mean, I didn't come in. August, yeah, I'll just be confused. Like, this is 11 p.m. Where am I supposed to go? Everything, yeah, so I've been very dangerous. Mm-hmm. And I had to start doing um, SIM registration again, the whole NIN stuff. Oh my yes, god, yes, block my SIM, get a new one, everything. It was so stressful. And they were now saying things like, if you don't get to camp the day you're supposed to get to camp, you will not, you'll be turned back. Yeah, ah, I heard that as well. Was so scared. I was like, God, please. And then um, I brought um, an epidavis from Lagos, from one court like that. Mm-hmm. And the, the guy told me that, oh, they can't use this one. I have to give him another money to go and do it. I just saw this guy printing uh-huh. it in my front. I was like, bro, give me two five for this. Like, oh my God. The scene was not working throughout the day. Ah, I was so pissed. I had to go back again uh-huh. and get another money. Then I went to MTN office itself because i met this guy outside the office i didn't mm-hmm. the office because there were a lot of people 
they not told me that the scene is five hundred naira. I paid everything I spent with that man was five seven, and the only thing I paid for when I got to MTN office was a new sim for five hundred naira. Wait, so that does that guy work for MTN? No. Oh my god. Came out from the office. Uh, he already left. Me and the Uber guy were now using him to laugh. Like what? I was so pissed. I was like, ha, huh, how did I That's spend actually a lot? I'm not in that camp. That's, I a, that's actually a lot. See, I couldn't even call my dad because firstly, I could not tell him that, bro, the money that you gave me, I got scammed again. Mm. <laughs> he would just ignore me. So now, and I called my friend, they sent me money. I went to camp that day. I, I got there in the evening. Then again, they told me to go and get medical checkup. Report. Ah, I had to leave again. I got to the hospital. The man was flirting and saying, wow, your accent, you sound like America. I said, like, bro, I'm, I'm, I sound like you. What do you mean? Like, <laughs> oh, my God. God. Man. About my phone. Then he not told me the medical test was 15,000. Like, See, huh? because you've seen my school on my paper does not mean that. 15K. I said, sir, please, let's talk proper price, I beg. Like, I was like, oh, that's the price. I didn't need these days, though. Assuming I have to do mm. test test for you. He didn't do any test for me. He just printed out something that if I show them, they will allow me. That yeah. It's one thing, one thing. Like, this is how you could be blaming the government when you are already doing this shit like this. I said I gave him 2,000 and I I told him I'm going to call him every day. I'll come and see my phone <laughs> out of camp. And this man agreed. Oh my God, <laughs> and I'm so dead. That day, I settled down in the room by, I think, 10 p.m. And that, that's, like, the closing time. Like, everybody has to yeah. get back. So I was so tired. I just slept. And the next time, here is... God, I hated that thing. <laughs> what, the big gulag, whatever they call that shit. I just felt like... <laughs> I, I just felt like going to snatch it from whoever the fuck was blowing uh-huh. that... And just hitting it on their head. <laughs> In my mind, I'm like, you that are brewing this thing now. Don't you like sleep? Bro. Don't you like sleep? And then the annoying thing is, we you have social nights till like 11 30 or something. Do not make you, they're not tell you to wake up by four. And How you cannot leave the ground of the social thing. You, have you can't. You have to stay there till the end. Okay, so ah, uh, let me just when I go to camp because you know, this whole COVID thing, you have to do the test and everything. Yes. They're like, eh, nobody's positive. I'm like, uh, that's a lie. <laughs> All <laughs> of us in this camp, not even one person is positive. Oh, co- as in, come off it now. Even their test, like, I don't know about their test. They do like, they didn't even do it properly because I have done the COVID test like a few times before I went mm-hmm. to camp. And mm-hmm. I know that you're supposed to take the cutting stuff yeah. back of your throat mm-hmm. and in your nostrils as well like up up your nostrils mm. these ones only did the nostrils they didn't do your mouth or anything ah. and then they use the same um what's it called the same cut um swab whatever for the two nostrils so i was like okay and then your result will come out immediately <laughs> how <laughs> now <laughs> how <laughs> How do you want to get like an accurate result? Uh, anyway. that, one, that one is bad, yo. Like in Abuja, yeah, when they did the test, it took like two days. This one came out immediately. Your paper, because you submit your paper, and then after the test, you wait like a few minutes, and then they call you back, and on your paper, they, they write clear that you, whatever, I mean, negative, mm-hmm. whatever. On it. So, mm-hmm. uh, it started like how d- I think camp started off rough for me, regardless of the fact that I already had like friends and everything. Because mm-hmm. even those friends, like I'm just meeting them for the first time, and I'm the type of person that I would I don't open up easily. So mm-hmm. I would take a little bit of time to like gauge my my surroundings and like the type of people that they are. So mm-hmm. that when I open up, I will, you know just be able to relate properly and stuff yeah first of all the food 
was trash. I cannot even emphasize enough on the trash. It was trash. It was so trash. And then the start pass is, and now started purging. I don't know. I don't know what I ate. I purged from the second week till I left that camp. Jesus. And did you, and did you go was, to the clinic? I didn't go to the clinic because what they would give me in the clinic I already had it, but it wasn't working. I don't know why. I don't know why it wasn't working. Um, and then the way Obubra is, I don't know if you have seen pictures of that camp. The camp is is in a proper village, it's in a village, village, as in village. Then, then the toilet and everything must be really bad. The toilet was bad. It is, it's a pit latrine. Mm. So it's the one that you climb and then you squat. <laughs> so, in my, so when I got to camp, I was like, okay, I'm never going to use this bathroom. I'm just going to pee and just go. Like, I'm not going to do anything deep. <laughs> um, when I started purging, I was like, oh, God. Like, this is the wrongest time. And then I was not trying there to find out. in Abuja for, for that. But like yeah, I also bought a bucket. Really clean. Like they have, they have somebody that used to clean the bathroom. It was really clean. Mm. Oh my god, that was that was what we were wishing for in Obubra. We had people that were cleaning the toilets, but mm-hmm. I think it's in the afternoon that they clean them, like around twelve. Mm. So before you are now done with all the matching and everything i'm sure people would have gone people would have already gone let's mess it up mm-hmm. so i had to like find the proper time i noticed that when i go there it's always clean it's not like i use the pitch latrine i bought like a separate bucket for that yeah, yeah but then still i would have to sit in that store mm-hmm. so if it's messed up it will still be very decent so yeah. i try to go like when i know that it's going to be clean yeah, and all of that. Um, aside from that, the whole stress, the whole waking up early. I I got used to the waking up early. I I got used to, some days like I don't want to stand up. Or, I was I always look forward to like the assembly ground thingy. Like it was so exciting for me. Wow, really? It wasn't exciting mm-hmm. for me because you stand for like two hours straight. I ha- I had a friend that like we were always jesting. And, like, he was the only friend I made in my platoon, like, close friend. Mm-hmm. So, like, we were always, like, staying together. And um, everybody was not saying, oh, you guys look cute together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then there was this, there was this um, army guy that I don't know if he, if he liked me or anything, but, like, he was always separating us or telling him to kneel down or one thing, one thing. I was like, bro. What kind That's of just, like, unnecessary. I mean... Very. I did have friends. Okay, I had a friend in my platoon um, as well. But he was a guy. And you know, somehow guys always find a way to like not come for the assembly. Because yeah. they are guys. They just have a way. Mm-hmm. So um, I tried to do two different things. Some days, I used to wake up like three and then I take a shower and then so that I wouldn't have to queue to take a bath. So I wake up Keep early. Wow. Yeah. Huh? I wake up early, take a bath, and then if I can, I'll sleep a little bit. But then I noticed that I was just always I don't know. I just I just wanted more sleep. I just didn't want to wake up at three. So I said, okay, let me do this way. I'll take I, I usually take a shower at night as well because mm-hmm. you just have to. After your whole day, you just have to take a shower. Mm-hmm. So I take a shower at night and and I say I say okay, I wake up at four. I won't just I won't wake up to take a shower before I go to the assembly. Mm-hmm. But then I noticed that when I did that, I was very 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 tired. Like I was extremely tired if I don't take a shower. Because I feel like when you take a shower, you're refreshed and everything. Yeah. I was tired. I was like, God. So it's, I'm, I'm just going to have to lose sleep. 
so I can't start my day properly. Mm-hmm. It was just a lot. I hated, I really hated the assembly because it was cold. I don't really there like the cold. In Abuja, wow. my nose started bleeding at some point. It was um, crazy. I it was that deep. It was cold as I was so cold, Jesus. And it did not rain. It was just cold. And then when yeah, it's, I, when it's like eight o'clock, it will be very hot. I'm like, ah, can you decide? <laughs> <laughs> it actually rained in Obubra, I think twice. And I didn't like it because when it rained, you have like these insects just like everywhere. And it was just really irritating. Uh, and it actually wasn't that hot in Obubra because was cold, yeah. Like if you go for that um, five a.m. thing and come back by eight. And you wash clothes, everything is dried, like wow. Dry. So like people used to wash their socks a lot because it's it will be dry. I'm like, what? This is this is crazy. <laughs> Cause the sun hadn't hadn't come out yet. So yes. Yeah. Um, uh, I think the only parts of camp that I actually liked mm-hmm. were like the I mean, I liked the festival. It wasn't bad. Um, what it was? I liked the, like, after after matching, you just mm-hmm. go to, like, Mami Market and chill. Mm-hmm. Mami and, Market um, wasn't full for us because of COVID. Really? Yeah. We had, we had about, let's say, we had about, like, six, in quotes, restaurants or like places that you could chill mm. in mommy markets we had people selling clothes selling mm. shoes we had um the whole PS people as well selling mm. water drinks and everything we had people um doing the whole charge your phone charge your power bank yeah. stuff as well yeah and then i when is when i go to camp that's i started drinking the alcohol. Oh, alcohol I, I, is a lie. I'm serious. <laughs> wow. It wasn't allowed. And we had like only three places to eat, two places for provision, one addresser, one tailor to sew your clothes. One tailor. One um place that they're selling clothes and shoes. It it wasn't a lot. The food was just big and spacious. Yeah, we had a really big field as well, but alcohol was very much allowed because mm. even those places that sell food, like there was a particular place that was selling um honey, jameson. Yeah. Ah, but obviously, to be the fake body, they were selling like all them alcohol, and then in my camp, the rock they make alcohol as well, they sponsored like the hustle. They were selling their own alcohol and stuff. Nobody, nobody sponsored the show yet. Like I saw in Lagos camp that Lush Nigeria did. Yeah, it was so nice. It wasn't Abuja wasn't like that though. It wasn't like that. That's surprising. The only thing I enjoy, I think my friend was telling me that in their own time it was really full. There were places to play, play games and everything. And I was like, ah, I don't feel. I don't feel like I missed out because like I don't know about it. I don't have that experience. It's the experience mm-hmm. I have that like I don't feel left out. So the only thing I enjoyed in camp was I don't know. Um during the time I went, you know, like our school is November that they do November, December batch, yeah? Yeah. So I like I went with a completely new batch like our school didn't like we have i was i think we were only two backpack students there wow yes i couldn't find anybody else no covenant no nothing just Mm -hmm. um, federal schools and abroad kids and every time i say oh i'm from this place everybody was so excited they were always buying me food (laughs) oh god i wish i had that privilege got me food they got me this El Chicken and Bolly, they always get it for me every night. I just stand in front of that place and somebody say, oh, oh, you're the tall girl. And I think that, like, I, I, was, I was not popular again because, like, the first night, yeah, of the social event thing, I went out to dance. Aww. 
everybody was like, oh, you're the tall girl that danced yesterday. Oh, you can really dance. And that's how he said it. And everybody in my person was like, hey, you have a bubbly personality. She do me saying why I see. Ah, I was like, God, no. Something similar happened to me, but... down. I wanted to do it. <laughs> But then I wanted you, So you didn't do it. I did. I wanted people to tell me to do, not like I, I volunteered for it. You get Oh yeah. <laughs> and I didn't win, so I didn't post it on social media. Uh, <laughs> something similar happened to me. I was popular in the camp. I don't know why, because I always kept to myself. Yeah. And when I got to camp, I was like, okay, you know what? They really just keep your head down, just go through mm-hmm. these three weeks and just get the fuck. I don't know. That's the same thing I said. I'm not. Until I went out to dance. <laughs> oh, I'm not a bubbly person. Like I said earlier, um, mm-hmm. when I get into a space first, I like to calm down and just observe and just stay in my own bubble. Um, so people just walk up to no people, guys will just walk up to me and they will just be behaving in the nonsense and in my head I'm like what the, f- what the fuck is wrong with this person <laughs> so like obviously my reaction is not something that they liked yeah. so they're not carrying that narrative that oh she's rude she's this I'm like anyway I didn't really say it because I, in, my, in my head I was like okay most of these people that are here yeah. I'm never going to see them again in my life so they will just endure so something happened um, one day I was um we went for lecture now and mm-hmm. they didn't have like a lot of a lot of benches in camp like in in our camp so you have to hustle and then the last maybe like if they see people would have to stand or probably sit on slabs or something like that so me and i ran to the hall to hustle for a bench for my near my friends so i now put my leg up on the bench because I didn't want to have to be telling people that, oh, somebody's here, somebody's here. Mm-hmm. So when they see my leg, they'll just know that, okay. Somebody's and then here. one guy, one guy just came and grabbed my thigh. Because you know you wear shorts. The guy just came and grabbed my thigh. I was really caressing my thigh. I was like, mm-hmm. who the fuck is this person? I was like, are you normal? He was like, and why are you pushing your leg on the bench? I'm like, How is, is this that your business? What kind of rubbish is that? Like, what is that? I was so pissed off. I was so mad. I was like, what's the meaning of this? Like, are you all right? I hope all is well. I was I was like, what the fuck? It, that was... It, that whole thing ruined my mood. It, it really ruined my mood. And that's not like the first experience. That's not the only experience that I had with guys in that camp. Another one. This same bench thing. So, two of my friends carried the bench from one point to another immediately they dropped the bench this guy from nowhere just came and sat down and we're like yo guy like people are sitting on this bench and like yeah stand up like the bench is full he was like they're telling him to stand up like yeah we're telling you to stand up because people are sitting down here and me I just said that and I just went about my way because in my head I'm like oh my, as long as I guess somewhere to sit down I don't really want to drag with this guy so I sat down and then there was someone between me and the guy and the guy started tapping me tapping me like tapping me seriously and I'm like who the hell is this person and then he was like you're telling them to tell me to stand up I'm like yeah because you're not part of the people that are supposed to yeah, you're not supposed to sit here. Like, find somewhere else to sit. Because then, like, it'd be like saying, you want me, I slap you. I was like, eh? <laughs> I was like, pardon? Repeat yourself. I was, and then the type of hate, I wouldn't call it hate, but the type of energy that I was getting from a lot of people in camp, I was not ready to take shit from anybody. Because I never spoke unless... I was around my friends. Do you guess? Like, I would just keep mute and keep to myself and I will just be looking mm-hmm. at you. So people were thinking that, ah, uh, this one, we can ride her or we can yeah. behave anyhow and stuff. 
and I'm like, yo, I changed for the guy. I stood up from the bench that I hope it's not me you're talking to. My friends are not a guy that why would you even say such? Because people were around you like, ah, uh-uh, ah, from where to where? He was like, eh, mm-hmm. he's old enough to give birth to me. I'm like, oh, oh pardon. <laughs> even if you are old, ancient of days. <laughs> ancient of days. Even if you are old enough to give birth to me, respect yourself and I'll respect you. It's yeah. as simple as that. Like, um, I saw things, I went through stuff. Like, I would call my friends and be crying because the friends I had in camp, um, I didn't really know them like that. So I didn't feel comfortable in expressing my, myself to them like that because I didn't want them to look like, ah, this one's zone is becoming too much, mm. all of that. So I would call my friends in other camp or at home and I'll be crying, just be telling them that this is what's happening. They'll be like, ah, do you really relax? I'm crying because I'm just tired of this shit and I just want this three weeks to be over mm-hmm. so I can go home. And first week, first week in my platinum, I, um, I don't think, I never really went for marching first week because I was still sorting out my registration and stuff so when i now joined me i didn't know anybody there and then i'm not that type of person to walk up to somebody and start forming conversation yeah so i didn't know anybody there and then there was this particular babe that walked up to me and she was like oh what you need to do what's about i shout to everything but like with the straightest face ever it's not like I was being a bitch, but like I was just being normal and answering her questions. <laughs> so one of that one another day, I think like a few days after that, she now she was like, no, she said good morning. I was like, hi, what's up? And I passed. And later that day, I didn't even know she was in my hostel. Later that day, I was coming back from the bathroom and she stopped me and she was like, Oh, she wants to talk to me. I was like, Oh, what's up? She's like, um, first of all, you need to become more friendly. Uh, from that first sentence, <laughs> from that first sentence, I was like, this one's about to just say some stupid shit that's going to piss me off. <laughs> I was, I was like, okay, let me just hear. She's like, first of all, you have to become more friendly and smile more. I was like, mm. she's not saying, mm. eh. she's even obsessed with me. I said, please, sister, we don't talk. So, what could I have possibly done to offend you? She was like, um, this morning, she told me good morning, but I replied it. Do you know that? I didn't even remember that that happened. It was now when she told me. Uh, in my mind, I was expecting her to say I ignored her or I didn't say anything. She was like, I now said, hey, back. That she was expecting me to say good morning back. Sorry, yo, because... I said... I said, eh. In my mind, I'm like, it's obvious to be happy that I even answered you in the first place. You are now complaining with how I responded. I told her, I was like, see, people are different too. Me, I cannot be telling my mates or somebody that is possibly younger than me, good morning. Like, it doesn't sit well with me. It's always old, old people that I say good morning or good afternoon, like my friends. Why, why would you? Even, why would she even say that you should be more friendly? Sorry, please. If I don't want to be friendly with you, I'm protecting it's my. Not it's not by force. It's not by force, Friendship is not by force, too. Hey, God. I took my like, I'm, I'm a really friendly person, yeah. And I said, like, every time I go to new spaces, I used to like be friends with the wrong people. So, like, yeah. I was really intentional about like just making few friends and and i made just two friends like only two friends two close friends if you're looking for me just look for the two of them you would find me everybody say ah can i have your number no please no and then i feel like people just feel like they're entitled to your friendship because so many people so many people just i don't even know i don't even that babe I was just like, what gives you the right? Like, am I not seeing you again? Like, I don't care again. about you again. Like, I don't care. Like, why should I be I your like, friend? Do you understand? I was like, what is the audacity? 
it's the audacity for me. I was just like, baby. (laughs) (laughs) I was just like, you know what? I just left. I just walked out because I did not want to. I didn't want to vex, and she was already vexing me. So I just, I just walked out. And then since that day, once I see her in my, (laughs) what they call that, once I sight her like this, I just move somewhere else because don't even greet me. Just keep it to yourself. I don't want. Because I don't want anybody that will come and be telling me, eh, I told you good afternoon and you said what's up. Please, I beg, I beg, I beg. I don't have time for that. And so many babes, so many babes had an issue with me. And I was like, I don't even know you people. Like, I don't even know your name. So why are you having a problem with me? And then I sat down with one of my friends in camp and then he was just like, basically, I am a fine person. I'm a fine girl and everybody is kind of like attracted to ah who is this fine girl like ah mm-hmm. what's her name let me talk to her and then the type of person I am me I'm closed you mm-hmm. get so when they try and then probably issue that I noticed with most of them in that camp guys girls when they try to be my friend they don't come with the right approach they just come and say something very stupid and in my and I'm just looking at them like don't you have sense do you get not, not like i'm saying it but like i'm thinking it and then obviously my face is showing it so yeah. then they have a problem with me i think I-, I think that like from what you're saying yeah it's actually better to like set boundaries like this because when i was in camp here like i gave a lot of people access like you you not like mm-hmm. not access that you can get to me but like i was friendly with everyone yeah so yeah. like Obviously, when you're friendly with dumb people, like you just be hearing stupid things. Like, yeah, if we get out of this camp, I must hang out with you. We must, we must, you know, party and everything. And like, obviously, obviously, you know that if you are hanging out with these people, it's not, it's not about hanging out. They have ulterior motives. Yeah. Like, and we was wonder like I, I can't remember where I knew him from, but I know him not from. Um, Abuja not from camp but like I saw him in camp I was like ah, I don't usually forget people but like I know this person and well, you just don't know where so I kept I went to meet him and I was asking him a lot of questions did you go to this school I, I know you but I don't know from where and he's not an Instagram person too so like I was wondering where I knew him from so that's how I started talking to him I wasn't talking to him only saying hello hi every day or he now said, um, when we got out, got out of camp, he now said, um, hello, Olamide, um, can we hang out? Where do you live in Abuja? I was like, mm? where yeah. do I live? Why are you asking now, for I my want address? to come and visit you. <laughs> Bro, I don't know you like that. How can I give you? I'll give you my address now. You give every other person that's your friend mm-hmm. and all of you come together one day. No, please. And then he stopped talking to me. I was like, okay, fine. You already showed like yourself. Like, what kind of rubbish is that? You want to know where I live, just like that. We're not even friends. You don't even try to be friends first. <laughs> you want to come to my house? Ah, it doesn't work like that. Please stay away. I so, won't. like, all of them when I say, "Ah, oh, this girl is too proud. This girl is too something, something." Like, because you don't have access to me, you should yeah. be prison. Like, my younger self would have been sad about that. Like, oh, like, why didn't you give them access so that you know you guys would be friends? But now I don't care. Like. Please, everybody and should stay in their place. Everybody should stay in their lane. And I'm actually happy that I made the friends that I made because mm-hmm, me too. Me they're too. all sensible. Like, they're not anyhow people. They're actually cool people. And another thing I used to console myself with in camp was most of these people you're not going to see them again so don't don't <laughs> let anything that they do or anything that they say get to you. me yeah um i think my last my last day or one of my last days in camp something bad happened people might not see it as bad but okay so i was going to get alcohol and the let me just say dance hall or dance floor basically was in front of where I'll get alcohol and lots of people were dancing soldiers um coppers a lot of people were just dancing that day I think it was the day of festival but at night when the whole mm-hmm. old platoons were having their parties and everything mm-hmm. 
So I said, ah, let me squeeze my way through and get alcohol and squeeze my way out and go and sit down where I was sitting down. And when I, I bought the alcohol, I was going, that's how one soldier grabbed me, a guy. He was rubbing his crotch, rub, rubbing my body, like, and then you know how strong these people are. I, I could not, I could not remove myself from his grip. I was screaming, and then people were just looking at me. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, you can clearly see that I do not Like, want... even if they cannot do anything, call another soldier, call the commandants, like, do Guy. something. This guy was rubbing his crotch on me. He was really going, he was touching me anyhow. I just, there was one big girl next to me. I just grabbed her shirt. I was like, please help me. She was not the one that dragged me out. She was like, she doesn't want, she doesn't want. Uh uh-uh. uh. She dragged I was like, it's bad. Nobody should play It's bad. What kind of rubbish is that? I was like, oh my god. Ah, I was not myself that night. I was angry. I felt violated. Like I was just my whole night just went to shit. I was just I was just out of it. And then I told my boyfriend about it and he was like, Oh, can't you report? I'm like, you can't report this type of issue. They would downplay it or say are you a small child or what exactly. Was it not just joking with you was it not just playing with you and then aside that they already told us that and it's not something that i could take up because they already told us at the beginning of yeah. camp that whatever happens in camp things in camp they said that everywhere they said that in our camp yeah you can't record you, you can't, can't report you can't do anything outside, you can't sue them you can't do shit so it just really hurts me and then i was just like thank god like this is just the last few days of camp I really hope that my redeployment works. Oh, before I even forget, they made me do Miss Ebony for my platoon. Yeah. Oh um, uh, Because my platoon soldier, she was she was a really nice person. I really liked her. She was just. We didn't, have, we didn't have any female soldier. Really? We did. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, she was really nice, and we had. She just begged me. I did it. She went all out. She helps me rent my dress, my shoes, like you get like she just made sure like everything was ready. And thank God I won, but it's not something that I want to put on social media, Sha, but <laughs> <laughs> I won. The makeup they did for me, Jesus. The makeup was hideous. <laughs> they did green eyeshadow with green glitters for me. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> I was like, God, I'm not putting this out. Everybody just know that I did this NYC. Everybody yeah. here will see it, but it's not getting out. I'm not putting it out. I've not even finished editing the vlog since November. It's just still there. I was like, God, when am I going to put this out? Like, I don't know. Yeah, David wanted me to do Miss NYC, but I told him I couldn't do it because he was back to back. And. Yeah. Someone else was like, oh, um, another official was like, oh, if I do Miss Ebony and I win Miss Ebony, even if I do Miss NYC, they're not going to let me win. Uh, Can I come and stress myself? Even this Miss Ebony, like, I'm not doing it from the bottom of my heart. I'm just doing it because there's nobody else that wants to win. And then I also did it because I would just be working and one official would be like, I hope you are doing Miss Ebony. I hope you are doing... Oh, I said, okay. Even the... um, There's one guy that was a, of high rank in our camp. He even stopped me. He was like, I'm going to make sure that you do it. So I was just like, let me just do it. I don't want anybody's wahala. But yeah, all in all, I feel like camp is something that everybody should experience because you can mm-hmm. never get to experience this in your life again. Yeah. So... Um, people have different experiences, Sha. People have mad fun. People yeah. don't. But yeah, I feel like I like, made sure that like, I like I I had fun, and I told people to subscribe to my channel till I got to. Oh uh, yeah. People, um, I, some people, some people were like, I beg, they just want to do and go. I beg, they don't want to blah blah blah. Um, but like, I was intentional, like about everything I was doing there. Mm-hmm. 
I was like, and I was like dealing with the trauma from the robbery. So like, yeah, the day like I'm bubbly and everything. When I go back, I'm sad. I just want to force myself to sleep. Like I don't want to think about what happened in Lagos. Like I just want to just go to bed. But then it just be a pain in my head. So like I was like, ah, I beg if my nights are going to be like this, let me just wake up and have fun. I beg. So if you want to buy me food, buy me food. I would participate. I even like joined them. What's this thing called? You know, there was Red Cross, OBS. Yeah. I joined logistics. Mm-hmm. And one one annoying thing happened that day. So when I joined, yeah, me, I thought like it was logistics means transportation, basically. <laughs> I know yeah. that transportation means carrying from one place to another. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> <laughs> and then the lady that was like, um, who wants to be the president? And I raised my hand, and one other boy raised his hand. And she was like, okay, you, you'll be the vice president, the boy will be the president. I was like, but I raised my hand up for being the president because I don't want to do shit. But like, I want to be the president. Mm-hmm. The lady was like, girls are not meant to be president. I was like, that's it. You don't you, just, you could have just said, okay, I just want you to be the vice president on one thing. I was like, okay. So, how does that even make any sense? I'm That's a very wrong thing to say. That. Who says that? Everybody knows me. Ah, Olamide. Ah, you don't know that she's older than you. She's the leader. She's something, something. Don't say things like that. I'm so, oh, wow. I beg. I just let me just do it because I've got some device presidents. Mm. Let me be. Let me be going. Mm. I think. I think that like being the vice president, like you know, there's this way that. I don't know Nigerians are like doing this leadership leadership thing. Yeah. What's in a leadership role like this? This respect and submission that is. Like, ah. I beg, it's just title. Like everybody should relax. You know what I'm saying? Ah, vice president, VP. Let's do this. <laughs> it was it was exciting. It was, I really like. I like attention. So like I really liked. Yeah, I, I enjoyed myself basically. So I feel like people should go for. At least they made me forget like about the. The oh, I miss my phone, but like I don't, I don't think about it anymore. It's like, oh, I can't wait to see my friend tomorrow. Or do you get? Yeah, yeah. So sorry you had to go through all of that. It really sucks. Thank you, and you too. Thank I, I hope that that stupid spending falls off. I hope so. In Jesus' name, Amen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so thank you so much, Olamide. Coming on this episode, I really appreciate it. Me too. Okay, so guys, we've come to the end of the episode. Um, I'll catch you on the next one. So, bye guys. Bye guys.